0: Welcome to Shortcut to Sunday, I'm Ben And I'm Bruce And this is your podcast for September 13th, 2020 Proper 19, the 15th Sunday after Pentecost in the year of our Lord um, uh, And uh, we're coming to you not live on behalf of Holy Family Episcopal Church in Fishers, Indiana Woohoo! Bruce, how you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm doing fine Excellent, excellent uh, Yeah, we, we've got... Uh, we, we've got uh, quite the the sunday of readings uh uh here uh this is the first time i think i've ever seen three options for the first reading
1: yeah and i i have to admit off the top of my head i'm not sure why but there we are
0: yeah uh so uh we have uh we have uh um we have judged them all accordingly, found them all lacking, and reluctantly <laughs> chose one.
1: Oh, uh, show <laughs> them how the sausage
0: is made. <laughs> <laughs> we put it on a wheel <laughs> and spun. No, uh, um, uh, in, in, in kind of a way, uh, r- keeping with the uh, the tradition so far of uh, the... Um, um, Sundays after Pentecost, uh, a lot of these have had optional readings and many of the first optional readings have come from Exodus and we've gone with the, uh, the latter. Uh, and, uh, two of the options today are Exodus readings. So we're going to continue to thumb our nose at that book and, uh, (laughs) and, and go with the other, (laughs) which is Genesis. But before we do that, um... Uh we're gonna do the uh let's let's do the the word of the day, which is actually not so much a word and more of a phrase of the day. A what of the
1: day?
0: A phrase, I guess. Phrase,
1: phrase. Uh, uh, yeah, you can't, more you than can't stretch word.
0: that into more than one syllable right. 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 Right right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um but uh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it would be interesting. <laughs> Uh I I originally admittedly I would originally uh, uh thought about uh covering the word fraction which uh would would uh um um not necessarily uh be a surprise word but uh hopefully have some potential depth to it but there's surprisingly little depth to what the fraction is uh I know we always talk about the fraction anthem
1: mm-hmm. uh, uh
0: so that's a familiar phrase yeah um, since you're in
1: the choir yeah
0: yeah, but the fraction is simply referring to the breaking of bread, uh, and that was like the end of <laughs> the end of the definition. It was Ta-da. like, uh, that's not really that in depth. I mean, they go into like a. a, a oh, I, a, I had
1: so many tangents that I could have gone into. Oh things. shoot, that's too bad. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: um, <clears throat> next time yeah. I go through F, so you can use it.
0: There you go, uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a. It, they they talked about all the instances, like it, it, the the gospel references of of uh, the breaking of bread, uh, but they didn't really go into much more detail. So I was like, <laughs> well, that's not interesting. Uh, so today's word, now that I made that artificial <laughs> tangent there,
1: right? Um,
0: today's actual word of the day is free church. Okay. Which is what I, I think most most people wish uh, we were. we're, we're, we're.
1: <laughs> and, unless you
0: get into, you, unless the congregation gets
1: into financial trouble, then <laughs> Bishop, <laughs> right, help! <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, Bruce, so, what do
0: you what do you know about free church?
1: Well, if it's what I think it is,
0: uh, oh, it's not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <go ahead.
1: laughs> it's there. There's. Been a uh, off and on tradition, I get, or practice, better to say than tradition, of Christians forming congregations that are not connected to one another. That um, that the, the most obvious sign of that is um, not having a bishop, not having a denominational tie of any kind, and. It became particularly um, controversial, I don't know if that's the right term, during the Reformation when people, Christians, wanted to practice that form of Christianity. And that was a huge, huge political threat in Europe where people were used to having the each country have a stated state religion. Mm -hmm. So so it was an act of rebellion in some countries to want to be part of a free church congregation because that not only took you out of whatever structure there was, Lutheran or um, Catholic or Anglican, but also took you out of the political structure Mm -hmm. Um, since you couldn't then serve in the military, you couldn't hold high office, you couldn't join certain labor unions, on and on and on if you weren't part of the state religion. So it was almost a, uh, so it was a withdrawal from political authority as well as ecclesiastical authority, and therefore hugely threatening, and therefore um, at different times illegal in various countries.
0: Yeah, uh, specifically uh, th- this definition uh, ties free the free church being free from governmental control, which, as you pointed out, was pretty much widespread the 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 instance in Europe. Um, uh, so, uh, it, it was
1: really universal. It was yeah. unthinkable to any, any of the societies of Europe in the, um, you know, 1500s and the centuries after that, even to think that someone could have a religion that wasn't controlled by the state in one way or another, and that didn't bless the political leadership.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, specifically, the groups uh, that were identified as free churches, uh, uh, specifically in England, but uh, uh, that came out of England, but Presbyterian, Congregationalists, Methodists, Quakers, and Baptists. Uh, There was uh, some free church tradition in Scotland, the Church of Scotland, which was uh, also Presbyterian, uh, and then there was Lutheran churches uh, in Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. Um, that were that were free, um, uh, but it does go on to, to to point out that free church ideals uh, may be seen in the American constitutional principle uh, of, of the separation of church and state. Uh, so it, it's it's definitely become, uh, I'd say, a lot more widespread as a result uh, um, uh, over the years. To the the norm, uh, I'd say, is a lot more now free church than government controlled church.
1: Yeah, There's though still the, the, it still feels weird to people. Interestingly, even in the United States, I mean, there—I don't think there are many Americans that say yes, we want a state religion, but there are certainly a lot of um, strong feelings around political leaders having a certain kind of religious life.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. I, I, that is fair to say that I think uh, a lot of people do do look for. Uh, Traits and attributes for their political leaders based on their religion Uh, that 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 still holds seems to hold true Yeah, Um, and
1: the other thing with the denominations you named in England a lot of those did choose to um, Emigrate to North America to the mm -hmm. what was then known as the colonies or the far provinces, but within England um, in order to practice those free church religions beyond the uh, daily purview of the central government in London.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, uh, Do we still have Quakers? Um, yeah. I, I wasn't entirely sure if uh, the Quaker religion had completely died out or not. Uh,
1: I, I have a good friend who's a Quaker pastor, so only reason i was oh, <laughs> so okay. emphatic.
0: Okay. Sorry.
1: Hopefully he's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If he does, I'm sure it's with fury. Uh, <laughs>
1: they're not. No, they're not allowed.
0: <laughs> they're not allowed. Not allowed. Classic For, Quakerism is pacifist. Com- complete frustration, I should say. Then. <laughs> um, That's more like. It. Uh, what What exactly are Congregationalists? While we're at it, uh, I wasn't entirely sure what. Well, that... they're they're
1: still around, um, and sometimes they'll use the term Congregationalist as the title of their uh, subtitle or whatever of their congregation. I bl- oh shoot! I'm now blanking on which what the national denomination is called that came out of the Congregationalist movement. It was originally, um, I believe, I'm accurate in saying there. Oh, well, maybe not originally, but fairly early on, um, the Pilgrims were Congregationalists. Mm. So, um, as the name implies very very loose structure between congregations um, instead each congregation makes its makes its own decisions So we're about ultimate free church expression
0: got it yeah they were it, it wasn't it's it's not one of the definitions that's continued it, 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 later on in the, in the dictionary so I yeah you have look. to go
1: to a different website
0: <laughs> yeah I was really unsure as to like oh I wonder what this is uh, uh, what defines a Congregationalist uh, but uh,
1: Yeah, that's there is a
0: deep dive ends.
1: There are at least two different national congregationalist structures in the U.S. now that are are very active. Um, A lot of churches, individual congregations that have pilgrim in their name are congregationalist churches. Hmm. So in almost every community I've lived in, there's been a pilgrim congregationalist church. Interesting.
0: Drawing on that heritage. yeah. Awesome. Keep an eye out. See what's going on. Maybe pop my head in for a minute. Um, well then let's move on to the readings. Uh, now that I've disparaged, uh, the ones that, uh, that we, that we aren't choosing, uh, let's, let's, uh, read the one that we are. Uh, Genesis, there's nothing wrong with the readings, of course. Uh, Genesis chapter 50, verse 15 through 21 Realizing that their father was dead, Joseph's brother said, What if Joseph still bears a grudge against us and pays us back in full for all the wrong that we did to him? So they approached Joseph, saying, Your father gave this instruction before he died. Say to Joseph, I beg you, forgive the crime of your brothers and the wrong they did in harming you. Now, therefore, please forgive the crime of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brothers also wept fell down before him and said we are here as your slaves but Joseph said to them do not be afraid am i in place of god in the place of god even though you intended to do harm to me god intended it for good and in order to preserve a numerous people as he is doing today so have no fear i myself will provide for you and your little ones in this way, he reassured them, speaking kindly to them. Uh, so this is the tail end of the uh, J- Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat uh, story.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, and, and it's um, just a few verses short of the end of the Book of Genesis.
0: Right, right. Uh, yeah, the one one of the last stories, uh, which is it. It I can see where. This kind of story is kind of hard to, to just like take a snippet of uh, because mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a whole thing that the that I think sometimes we tr- we kind of remember or we remember parts of it. Um, Joseph being sold into slavery, uh, his father kind of favoring him, even though he was the youngest. Um, his father being Jacob, another major Genesis right? figure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, then. Him rising to prominence in Egypt and, and, and uh, getting the ear in favor of, of uh, the pharaoh. Right. Um, and then kind of saving um, uh, the region by um, uh, preparing ahead of time for, for, a, for a famine. Right. Um, and so this is the...
1: And then saving his own people. The right. people of Israel... Um, by sharing that bounty of food saved up.
0: Right. So um, uh, so this is the tail end of that. Um, and, and right after the brothers had, had traveled all the way to Egypt and basically begged for anything to help save their people.
1: Mm-hmm. Not knowing um, they were begging their brother.
0: Right. Not knowing they were begging their brother, uh, not realizing it. Um, so you can and, see why
1: it makes a good musical
0: yeah absolutely it's a i mean this is a this is a full you know three act play i mean yeah. it really is uh and uh um am I the only one though that reads this and go and, and thinks to myself you know what these brothers have have done him dirty once before uh did Jacob really say this before he died <laughs> I mean, that's literally my first thought. Is like, oh no, no, no! All the brothers, the brothers are like, the uh, brothers are like, Dad said, don't, don't be yeah. mad at us. That right. was like his dying wish. Uh, you should have been there. It was really sad, uh, but he was very emphatic. Uh, I think even he said God talked to him uh, and said. <laughs> don't be mad at us (laughs) yeah and yeah i think a
1: i think you're right um that it's i I think it's purposely left there as a hanging possibility and pardon me perhaps for saying this i think it actually is intended as a humorous moment that there's a lot of there's a lot of humor in the bible that we you know tend to speak in stained glass voices as we read it out loud so right we lose out on it but um you know it, there, I think this is purposely the brothers once you know making fools of themselves to a certain degree um but also the audience being able to go yeah right
0: <laughs> right exactly
1: <laughs> because exactly. clearly Joseph is an extremely good generous person so he probably didn't even need those words uh, almost certainly didn't need those words of dad said um, and Joseph would have done the generous forgiving thing. So, right. yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a bumbling little uh, okay sol- um, I guess isn't the right word, since they are saying it. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's a silly little passage there that I think is there for our entertainment.
0: Yeah, no, I, that, that's, uh, so, them. I, I think, I think uh, what, if Joseph had any inclination towards payback, I think it probably was sated by after they say this thing that may or may not be true about their father uh <laughs> they they uh break down and they submit right they 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 just basically say have you know do with us as you will uh um we're we're, we're take us as slaves uh uh and 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 maybe that was maybe or maybe that's the uh the end of the performance uh <laughs> <laughs> Now cry. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think, um, um,
1: and again, and you know, take us as um, slaves. The, that could have been tra- that could be translated. Take us as servants. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know, it it's and again in the, um, this era of human history, slavery was not what it ended up sadly being in North America um under under us um so they weren't saying yes you know own us as chattel and all of our offspring right um but instead was more of a
0: yeah yeah, we're
1: we're willing to wash dishes for a while
0: (laughs) right yeah 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 we'll we'll work in the fields for a year uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll uh Shoe the horses and, and whatnot. But the thing about either either
1: a slave in that era, but again, the better translation is servant, um, is you still got fed, you still got clothed, you still got a roof over your head. Um, you weren't wandering out in the desert. And so they, were, they weren't saying, we'll leave you alone, you'll never hear from us again, we'll, we'll go try to take care of ourselves in a way we've never been able to do. Instead, he'd still have to take care of them.
0: Got it. Got it.
1: So that it wasn't a, it, it, was a deal that they were willing to make that really was a pretty favorable deal to themselves. Interesting. Yeah,
0: his his brothers really were the worst, aren't? We? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like the you know in in innumerable. Um, multi-episode series on American and BBC television. It's the people. You, it, it's those folks that you love to hate, and you can't figure out why they're still getting by with stuff. In terms of the screenwriters, why do they? Right. Well, it goes. You know, it's one of the ancient narratives of the human race: is that these people who are so annoying, who are so unethical, still somehow land on their feet? And this is indeed what will happen with the brothers.
0: Huh, interesting.
1: Because it goes on to say that they all reproduce like crazy in Egypt.
0: Yeah, that's true. They, they, yeah, they all find. Yeah, they, they. I forget exactly the exact phrasing, but it's yeah, they, they are, are plentiful and multiply yeah. and or whatever the uh, the Old Testament uh, um, phraseology uh, seem to seem to always be. Well, um, and
1: the and then in Exodus, the Egyptians, which is the, the both chronologically in terms of the narrative and how their Bibles are published, the Egyptians, some years later, complain that the uh, Hebrews are multiplying like rabbits. Mm. So, we, so we know from that that all the people in this morning's passage, well, all the people who are alive, um, do quite well.
0: Right. Even, even, during, uh, even during time of famine.
1: Yeah, and then time of servitude in Egypt.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Well, unless you have anything else, uh, let's move on to Paul's letter to the Romans. Yeah. Uh, Chapter 14, verse 1 through 12. Welcome those who are weak in faith, but but not for the purpose of quarreling over opinions. Some believe in eating anything, while the weak eat only vegetables. Those who eat must not despise those who abstain, and those who abstain must not pass judgment on those who eat, for God has welcomed them. Who are you to pass judgment on servants of another? It is before their own Lord that they stand or fall, and they will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make them stand. Some judge one day to be better than another, while others judge all days to be alike. Let all be fully convinced in their own minds. Those who observe the day, observe it in honor of the Lord. Also those who eat, eat in honor of the Lord, since they give thanks to God, while those who abstain, abstain in honor of the Lord and give thanks to God. We do not live to ourselves, and we do not die to ourselves. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord so then whether we live or whether we die we are the lords for to this end christ died and lived again so that he might be both he might be lord of both the dead and the living why do you pass judgment on your brother or sister or you why do you despise your brother or sister for we all stand before the judgment seat of god for it is written As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then, each of us will be accountable to God. Um, um, Is this the first uh, um, uh, biblical example of uh, vegetarianism here at the beginning? Um, No, (laughs) actually. I was going to say, it's quite disparaging. Uh, But... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> only the week, the week eat uh, eat only vegetables. Um, uh, what what is he talking about here? The uh, the the people who eat or who abstain or like, what's the what's what's the deal
1: here? Well, to answer your question right off, there it also appears in the book of Daniel vegetarianism. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, but what he but your your better question was the second, which is what. <laughs> Go ahead. 'Cause the first one's just sort of a fact check. The right. uh, um, the second question you had about what is he talking about here, is the conflicts that we have to this day among people who supposedly share the same faith, and I'll just talk about Christians since that's what I am, that we can say, Oh yes, we all believe in Jesus Christ as the savior and you know, add on to that statement in various ways. But then When we get to the, and this is how you're supposed to live, that's when we start to argue. Mm -hmm. Um, How do we live that out on a day to day basis tends to be where denominations uh, split and form new denominations. Um, That, like, an obvious one is what day of the week are Christians supposed to worship? That was in early Christian days, that was a huge debate. Um, that should they keep the Jewish Sabbath, or should they switch to the day of resurrection? And day of resurrection one, but then go forward 1,500 years, maybe a little longer than that. Yeah, a little longer than that. The Seventh-day Adventist form out of belief that, no, we should worship on the Jewish Sabbath, not on the day of resurrection. Um, Mm. And that's a fairly, by most people's standards, I think that off the top there, and would say, oh, that seems kind of trivial, but people were literally willing to kill each other over it. So huh. that's both what Paul is seeing happening in early Christianity, even before there's that name of Christianity, and certainly it's helpful to us today to see that it was it was going on at the very beginning, and Paul has some wisdom around that, of basically, shut up. <laughs> you know, this, is nice. tri- yeah. this is trivial. Um, and if someone, who, someone needs high ritual or certain rules to, in order to be faithful to God, let them have them. And those of you who have a different way of being with God that's just as um, faithful, then don't disparage those that need more rules, um, but also don't feel like you have to regress and start following those rules mm, okay. around what you eat and scoop. Um, and, and that argument go, or that conflict is so evident in the book of Acts and in um, a couple different letters of Paul that we know it really was a, a hot button issue as Christianity yeah, started to form. It makes
0: sense. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, because we already knew that the, you know, the Jewish faith had had already ballooned all these uh, 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 religious rules and everything, uh, which Paul kind of rails against, (laughs) that, uh, well, and Christ himself, actually, uh, kind of was like, a lot of these things kind of, you know, uh, are are overly burdensome and unnecessary, and...
1: Though not all, not all Jews at that time followed those. That was just a cer- certain subset of Jews that felt all those rules were important. Mm, okay. I mean, that's one of the things to keep in mind, is that Judaism itself had very, had different and very strong traditions within it in the time of Jesus and in the time after Jesus. And so, in some ways, Paul and the early Paul and the Apostles we're trying to avoid that within Christianity. It's like, okay, we got this semi-new start. Let's not be divided into four or five, six different strong groups like we have been as Jews. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, nope, it's not working to try to stay as one group.
0: Right. <laughs> Already, yeah.
1: it's falling apart.
0: Um, what a, I, I'm I'm drawn to verse four here, where the um, reading makes a clear differentiation between one Lord reference and the other, uh, another Lord reference. Um, so it, it says it is before their own Lord, lo, uh, lowercase uncapitalized Lord, that they stand or fall and they will be upheld for the Lord capital L uh, um, is able to make them stand. So the, the, they they're saying you know don't don't pass judgment on servants servants of another uh it's before their own uh lord is is it more like referring to like the uh, the um like fiefdom style lord lordship like that kind of a lord or is it a, a religious lord that is being referred to but not god Christ or like, what's the?
1: Well, the 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 words in Greek are ident- are all identical, mm. and, and so it's again a translation decision about what to capitalize and what not. Okay. Consequently, you are empowered to decide, <laughs> um, but part of. What some scholars think is that he is Paul is purposely saying, using "Lord" in one in some and part of this to refer to the Christ, and part of it to refer to the one true God, in in order to reinforce the theology that they are one and the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it also could be he's just saying the Lord. Um, and referring to one or the other consistently, even if it's a little vague about whether he's referring to the Christ or to God.
0: Interesting. Yeah, because I guess I guess because of the way it's phrased, before their own Lord, um, obviously that couldn't be the Lord if it's theirs. Um, uh, but uh, um, uh, I just found it interesting that, that I guess what the, 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 at least the, the, um, interpreters are trying to convey through Paul's letter is that no matter who or how they worship, God is the one who, um, helps make them, uh, make them able to stand in their own way. Um, so whether they're, they, um, abstain, yeah. whether they partake, whether they eat vegetables, whether they don't, um, God is the one who um, gives them strength and carries them through. So it doesn't doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, those I differences mean, don't matter. Right, and I th- yeah,
1: and to, to just put it more explicitly, perhaps um, Paul is saying, look, it, it is all one God, and you may think it's not because that person is eating meat or is not eating meat. But yeah, it's all one God,
0: right? Which is uh, which is interesting uh, because we can kind of take bring that concept forward, um, and you can get into a whole argument about, or, or I shouldn't say argument, a whole discussion uh, about um, th- many of the different religions of the world uh, that uh, the three lar- three of the largest uh, religions in the world all kind of trace back to the same God. So um would could you take that further yeah i think you could uh, and, and say uh not only not only uh, uh christian differences but uh, you know uh, religious differences uh kind of can, can can work the same way
1: yeah i've been i've been active in interfaith work for years and years and years and a term that's become more popular in the Oh, last 20 years or so, maybe longer than that, are the three Abrahamic faiths, Mm -hmm. which is Judaism and um, Christianity and Islam, um, because they all explicitly and intentionally see themselves worshiping the same God. Right. And Islam has, you know, refers to Christ within the corn and, you know, and Judaism was the is the oldest and so they I think they have the greatest right to say, Yeah, not so much (laughs) but (laughs) um certainly within mainline um Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, there's a strong recognition that we're all walking the same path, but with different experiences of God that for that works because humanity is so diverse that a single vision or version isn't isn't going to work.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: and, and you know God is infinite so none of us have all the uh, possible perspectives on God no single individual or group of people can
0: right and before anybody asks me about uh, uh about that concept uh just remember uh what Joseph himself said in yeah. the last uh the last reading uh am I in the place of God if that's if that is uh if 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 God uh, chooses to uh, view us all the same, and 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 uh, make make place make space for for all of us together, regardless of our uh, religious backgrounds. Um, that's that's uh, God's choice, not yeah. <laughs> not and, mine. And I have to admit,
1: one of the nice things, one of the helpful things about interfaith work for me has been it reinforces to me my own faith in terms of yes, the. Christianity and particularly the Episcopal Church is the way in which I can best open myself to God's love and share it with others
0: mm-hmm. and
1: mm-hmm. so you know some people are scared that if you acknowledge other other traditions even within Christianity as being um, genuine then you risk losing your own faith and actually mm. I think it lifts it up because you yeah. have to understand it better in order to be able to explain to someone who you're not trying to convert, but just trying to explain why you live the way you live and why you believe the way you believe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And, and, and it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's, it's not sacrilege to know and have an understanding of, of other, other, uh, other aspects, other viewpoints. um, Yeah. Uh, and, and to, uh, to acknowledge, uh, uh, in fact, their their uh, significance and importance to others.
1: And um, really, within Christianity, the biggest reasons that we have historically, to put it nicely, put down, the more accurate ways persecuted, non-Christian faiths were political rather than religious. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's carried over into modern practice, and we think it's religious, but really it goes back even to um, early American history, United States of America history, where to, you know, the Puritans didn't like the Quakers and so made sure that certain values the Quakers held high were made illegal in Massachusetts. Right. And, you know, it was, all, it was political. It wasn't religious but it's it's in it's in the bones of american christianity so it's it can be hard to differentiate between what is a matter of faith and what's a matter of comfort to put it nicely or prejudice to put it a little harshly right free church come on <laughs> <laughs> well and and actually that's one of the disadvantages of a of the free church movement is that it's easier to reinforce Our own prejudices when they're not outside voices
0: part of the conversation
1: yeah Yeah. that's why the Episcopal Church has such a spirit of cooperation with other faiths is our negative experiences as part of the Church of England of sending off the Puritans across the ocean saying yeah good riddance Um, Mm -hmm. and the bloody fights between Roman Catholics and Church of England people, uh, we we just saw how that could destroy a nation. So we, and when I say we, a lot of the people drawing up the earliest documents of the United States uh, were Episcopalian, um, Mm -hmm. saw that, nope, let's not even go down that road. Let's work hard at being um, diverse and accepting of all sorts of different faiths because otherwise we'll just be killing each other.
0: Yeah, uh yeah, uh haven't been haven't proven that viewpoint wrong, yet. Um <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh so yeah, uh anything else about the uh, Paul's letter here that you want to point out?
1: Uh this is the only mention of um vegetarianism in the New Testament and no one knows what he's referring to. Huh, that we don't know <laughs> if there was if there were groups of Christians who were vegetarian. It's easy to imagine there were in Rome since a lot of the supplies of meat came from temple sacrifices. Um, it, was, it was the neighborhood barbecue experience where you'd sacrifice something to a god, but then everyone dig in and enjoy the barbecue. So it mm-hmm. may be to, to play it safe, to avoid accidentally worshiping a false god, maybe people became vegetarians. We, but we don't know. That's just speculation on my part
0: interesting that would be that would be
1: interesting yeah well and and the other thing i'll say is this is yet another one um where it, practically every verse is rich and full of various traditions i've grown up around it so it's a good one to spend some time with
0: yeah absolutely and and, and, and as as a lot of paul's yeah. stuff it admittedly is <clears throat> um let's Move on to Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 through 35. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, seventy-seven times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. And, as he could not pay, his lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children, and all his possessions and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And, out of pity for him, the lord of that slave released him, and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves, who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their lord all that had taken place. Then his lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you that debt I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had I had mercy on you? And in his anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my Heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother or your sister from your heart. A um, little ominous ending to that. <laughs> um which which in a way kind of seems a little out of place considering uh um um uh, all the you know love and forgiveness kind of a uh, kind of language that is used in the gospels uh um this this uh, not veiled threat <laughs> and in yeah. verse 35 is a little is a little uh, interesting uh what 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 have you to say about <laughs> about that
1: well, a couple things. One is um, this. This parable occurs only in the Gospel of Matthew. I have okay. to admit, it's one of those that, that for what for various reasons, is so memorable. I keep thinking, oh, that's got to be at least in Luke, not also in Mark, but nope, just Matthew. Yep. Um, and. You know, there's a dimension to it of I think what what the reason it's here is people were already messing up. By the time mm. that early Christianity was forming around the gospels and the gospels were forming around early Christianity, people were already, finding reasons not to be forgiving of one another and of uh, people outside of the Christian community. So this is one of these very emphatic ones of, don't think you're so high and mighty that because the only reason you are who you are, the only, in a sense, spiritual status you have is because God has forgiven you. Mm and again people it ties into what we were saying just a couple of minutes ago people were already saying hey i get to judge you because i'm a follower of christ and you're clearly not a good enough follower of christ or not a follower of christ at all therefore right. and right you know jesus here is saying no you're all equal you're you all mess up And so you have to be as merciful towards others as God has been merciful towards you, which is almost infinite since humans keep coming up with novel ways of screwing up and hurting each other.
0: Right. And I I suppose it should be pointed out that with the exception of the word tortured (laughs) uh, there in in verse 34, um, really the... um, the punishment to the the unforgiving slave uh, is that he, he he gets removed. He's no longer um, he's no longer part of that society. He gets he gets withdrawn from the presence of his lord. He uh, he he kind of just hands gets handed over. And while it, it uses the word torture, uh, the earlier in the story the um, the indication was that uh, um, the 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 natural punishment for uh, for for this debt is to be sold, right? Uh, and and so um, one could it it the the word tortured uh, uh, really like kind of d- does this kind of left field uh, uh, effect on us, where it comes out it comes out of nowhere, and we're like, whoa, whoa! whoa. I thought the punishment was like you'd be sold off and, 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 you know, completely removed. Yeah. Uh, where was torture in, the, <laughs> in, the, in the middle of this? Um, um, so I, I kind of, in a way, I kind of question, uh, the, um, translation, whether or not that's the correct word, because it just does seem so out of place from the rest of the story. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. And it's, it's interesting because it, it technically is an okay translation, um, but it but other translators have chosen to say jailer mm. because it the literal translation of it is uh, delivered him to the jailers until that he should pay all being owed to him. Gotcha. Um, but it is a, a rank or description of jailers is that they're the jailers that are in, that are typically torturers as well right so it's, it's not off base to say that delivered to be tortured, but it also could be just imprisoned um
0: which which seems to be the same punishment that he enacted on the yeah. other slave that couldn't pay him uh, he had him jailed um which kind of um i'm trying to remember and maybe I'll, I'll take a quick look here uh, as i Fumble around, but I'm I think this is uh, yeah, it's right with last week's uh, Matthew reading, which had talked about um, um, ha- making on earth what it, you know, uh, yeah, the uh, binding
1: right. on earth and binding right. in heaven, yeah, yeah,
0: so uh, essentially, um, um. What what could be taken away from this story is like, hey, the you know the horrible act that he committed against one of his fellow uh, people was then committed upon him because uh, the 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 because um, that's
1: the standard you have set.
0: <laughs> yeah, that this is this is yeah this is uh this is the way you've chosen to behave, and the way you choose to behave begets similar action. And uh, an equal, an opposite, an unequal <laughs> action or reaction. Um, um, so it kind of it, it it's it's an interesting story uh, in that regards because he 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 literally reaps what he sows. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, well, and
1: and and the the actual Greek um, he does he reaps a little worse because it it does in verse thirty use the term um that that is not the tortured <laughs> term for being gotcha um losing your freedom
0: gotcha so so uh, when he uh when he jailed the other slave it was more like the uh you were you were in the uh the overnight pen um yeah or maybe
1: sent to the work farm to work off the debt something right. like that yeah where <laughs> Whereas thirty four again, in a in a dark way, is almost humorous, and I've heard sermons along these lines of how can you pay off an entire debt I through, ask. through torture? I mean that right. that just doesn't work.
0: Or how do you pay <laughs> off a debt by being you know severely jailed and and like how do you how do you earn that? Yeah, <laughs> that income that you owe—that ten thousand yeah, yeah. talents—the
1: the hardest way to give blood you can imagine. Sell that plasma, um,
0: right? Yeah, and,
1: and so that's—I mean—and you know, one of the thing, one of the things that we get in trouble with over and over as modern Christians is making a parable into an allegory, mm-hmm. and so. You know, I think this is one of those places where it's supposed to be a parable where it's a, it's a mind exercise to blow away our preconceptions rather than telling us through one-on-one parallelism how God works.
0: Gotcha, yeah.
1: So it's not saying that God is the first um, person who holds the debt it's instead telling us that we're absolute jerks about right. taking for granted the forgiveness god has given us and then lording that over the rest of the world
0: yeah yeah it 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 um it, it really does show cuz it one of the one of the hidden uh I shouldn't say hidden but it's it's not a, a directly apparent uh parts of the story is so the the main character owes the lord the local lord 10,000 talents and when he gets permission to uh have more time to pay off his debt he the slave that he goes to owes him 100 denarii which is like a fraction portion of yeah. a fraction of his debt like would come nowhere close toward to uh, even beginning to make a single payment on uh, on that debt, and yet he was brutally ruthless with uh, with trying to collect, um, and it, to the point where, like, as as the listener or as the as the reader would go, well, well that seems like extreme. Like, yeah. it's not like you're again. It's, it's one it, of
1: those things that tells you this is impossible.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, why would you? Why would why would it be like it? It'd be like, it'd be like uh, threatening to break people's knuckles over over uh, a nickel. Well, and like th- that's not going to pay off your twenty thousand dollar debt. <laughs> and not only that,
1: but the other impossibility in terms of human interaction is anyone developing that kind of debt that the first debtor developed
0: oh that's that's a good point like it's a, it's an almost an uncon- inconceivable amount just yeah. like uh just like earlier in the story when Peter asks him how many times should I forgive someone seven times yeah like oh no no, no seventy seven times like whoa whoa that's a number that I would never even need to reach with an individual uh within the church <laughs>
1: and and actually it's arguable that that's a sign for infinity
0: okay yeah because
1: seven's one of the perfect numbers in that era and so to say you know ob- and it's it's a wonderful wordplay on the part of Jesus say oh yeah seven times which was considered a very holy number of times to forgive someone within the Jewish tradition already and Whoa, he's forgiven seven times. Jesus, seven, try 77. (laughs) (laughs) Wow,
0: I double dog Barry. Yeah, uh. And, and
1: again, probably meaning try an infinite number of times, right? Um, but and to go back to what we were saying a moment ago, um, I just looked it up a talent was worth more than 15 years of wages.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, and
1: a denarii was one day of wages. Okay, so that's why I say even the the original debt is just ludicrous because, it it, it, when people's lifespans were around to fifty years old, you you just couldn't never ever pay off that kind of debt, and therefore, why would someone allow you to accumulate that kind of debt?
0: Right. Yeah, this slave had a problem. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure what it was, but it well, was in deep.
1: <laughs> and it also, in terms of of parable, tells us that the um, the lender had a big problem in evaluating who he was lending money to.
0: Well, but in a way, I mean, that's where that, that that's where um, the 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 allegory uh, can kind of find its way back into our minds. Yeah. The 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 debt we owe. Our Lord is uh, unrepayable. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it, it is it is uh, an amount that could not be conceived and could never be uh, repaid. Yeah. Um, and no amount so. of
1: bankruptcy will get you out of this one. Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. Exactly. And that,
1: and that is why it's so tempting to make it just an allegory. But it's it's really supposed to be so much more than that. And to to use a, a over-romanticized term, it's supposed to break open our hearts. To be both grateful towards God and forgiving towards the people around us,
0: right? Yeah, if if if, uh, if someone is forgiving to you, why we are we are to pass that same uh, that 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 same forgiveness along? Um, and, and again, like I said, uh, to going back to last week's uh, um, um, gospel uh, mm-hmm. reading is is um, us us uh, making that real here on earth and and and. Um, because God forgives us, uh, we should also forgive I and mean, we should we should make those those two things kind of mirror each other.
1: Yeah, so you can see how pretty easily how that connects so closely with the uh, Exodus story, I'm sorry, Genesis story of Joseph being so forgiving of his brothers.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That you know so that at the moment a Christian may be saying hearing this uh parable from Jesus, <sighs> Man, no one could ever do that. Oh yeah, Joseph did it
0: already. <laughs> right, Joseph did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else, or or, if, or I'm going to sign us off.
1: <laughs> I the last thing. I just want to double check one thing. Um. The the final verse of this, which kind of, again, shoves you towards thinking it's an allegory where Jesus says, so my Heavenly Father uh, will also do. There's, as I recall, and I can't find a footnote to (laughs) see if I'm right or wrong. As I recall, though, there's dispute over whether or not this was actually part of the original parable. That there's quite Mm. a... If I'm recalling correctly... There is quite a bit of scholarship saying the linguistic um, construction of it and some other clues within it um, imply that this was added on at some point, just in case, uh, just so it all made sense somehow. And that's huh. and that's not uncommon in parables in the Gospels is that the parable, in a sense, stands on its own as something that'll um, flip our lids. And then it gets sort of dumbed down by a concluding sentence,
0: interesting, yeah, well, yeah, we do we do like those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so
1: everyone has my permission this week anyway to skip verse thirty five
0: <laughs> All right, there you go,
1: but you gotta live out the rest of it,
0: <laughs> right. which is the harder part, <laughs> right, right. So you're not really off the hook. Uh, yeah, well, and part of it is you're
1: not doing it just—you're not doing it to avoid punishment. You're doing it to love God, right? You're loving neighbors so that you can love, so that you can express God's love for you.
0: Absolutely. Well, very good. Uh, so go forth and do likewise. This will be the uh, end of our podcast uh, for September 13th, 2020, the 15th Sunday after Pentecost. Uh, uh, As always, uh, feel free to uh, reach out to us if you have any questions, any uh, 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 ideas, any topics you would like us to discuss. Any words Um, you
1: want to find?
0: Any words, yes. Any specific words uh, that that you'd like to to, uh, be discussed in the Word of the the Day program. Uh, But also visit our website, hfec.org. Uh, to uh, see all of our uh, material that, that's been uh, uh, put out there and, and made available, to the different uh, small groups that we have going on. Uh, our, our YouTube channel is, is uh, still up and running and vibrant. Uh, that's uh, HFEC Videos on YouTube. Uh, but, uh, uh, feel free to reach out and connect, uh, at w- whichever ways, uh, uh, or make sense to you or work for you. And, uh, we look forward to, uh, talking to you next week. And until then I'm Ben and I'm Bruce and we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.